Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. It all really helps out. And I just, again, I just want to say a huge thank you for spending your time with me today. It really does mean the world, and it changes everything I do. So thank you for doing you. Keep doing you. Keep staying awesome. And let's crack on with today's first story. Now today's first story comes from the legal advice subreddit does come with an update and it's from broken and confused eight who says my husband drained our accounts and and wants to kick the kids and I out of the house in a week. Hi, they told me in r slash relationships that this is illegal and that you guys would have advice. We're in Ohio. I need a divorce lawyer. On Wednesday, I bought him a fucking Christmas present. On Thursday, I found out he gave me an STI. On Friday, he admitted he's been cheating. Yesterday, he drained our accounts. He says I need to be at the house by Christmas Eve. We have four kids, eight, six, five, and two. I haven't worked since the oldest was born. Our relationship has been bad since before my youngest daughter was born. We hadn't meant to get pregnant. This week, I tested positive for an STI. I investigated, confronted him, and he admitted it. We had a huge fight. He stormed out the house. Yesterday, my credit card was declined at the grocery store, and I couldn't get cash. He has emptied all of our accounts. I was in charge of the bills and finances. I know exactly how much was in our checking, savings, and money market account. He's changed his password for his 401k. He didn't respond to my frantic texts all day, but just sent me an email saying I had a week to get myself and my kids out of his house. And I had better go get a job or go back to my parents if I expect to feed them. We bought the house together before the kids were born and I paid for half of the down payment. I have no money or credit card, so I can't even get a lawyer. I'm sitting here staring at a Christmas tree crying and wondering if I'll have to return my children's presents for food. I have no idea how this happened. I live two hours away from my family, so even if I got a job, I'd have to pay for daycare. Should I sell my wedding and engagement rings? Do I make a resume and apply for a job in my old field, accounting, or just get a job at Starbucks or McDonald's? Can he do this? And I'm not going to attempt to give legal advice because we're on that subreddit. So I'm sure that's going to come in the comments and what they're going to say. But imagine finding yourself in that position, everything drained, not knowing what to do for young children involved. And you have an STI at the same time. I mean, holy shit. And when he was called out for his cheating, you know, not apologizing, just doubling down, kicking you out and taking everything with him. I mean... I'm sure this, it sounds very illegal to me. I'm not sure whether it's going to be. Some people seem to find all sorts of legal loopholes, but it sounds extremely shady. And whilst I feel like extremely sorry for OP, how can someone do this to their children as well? 
eight, six, five, and two. And saying that like your kid, you best find some money to get them food, etc. Not caring at all. But Dersbini says, man, your attorney is going to wreck him over this. That much bad faith is going to make a judge a lot less sympathetic to any arguments he makes in his favor when determining custody and the division of assets. Do not move out until your attorney tells you to or judge orders you out. That house is likely as much yours as it is his and if so, he cannot evict you for any reason. If you have the money, get an attorney now and start the process of getting an emergency support order. He doesn't get to leave you high and dry like that. If you can't afford an attorney or if he's taken all the money you might use, call around anyways or get in touch with legal aid. In the interim, do what you need to do to survive and to feed your kids. Get in touch with your local food bank and with a domestic violence shelter. You are not alone. A deleted user says your location is vital in this. But he most probably cannot do this. Tell me what state and I can give you some actual information about how he must evict you and then edited and said, and save all the contact you've had since the instant you found out he emptied the accounts. Document them and back them up and give them over to a divorce lawyer you'll retain today. Divorce judges hate that unless it's a woman fleeing an abusive situation with children. This is him financially abusing his wife and children. The judge will be displeased. Atticus Day says the good news in in most every state, if not all, what he's doing is against state statute. The bad news, as we're in a holiday period, unless you find a lawyer who knows a judge and can convince them to give you an emergency hearing, nothing can be done about this until likely after Christmas. I would definitely start looking for lawyers this week. You do not have to leave when he says you do. He can call the police. He can say his lawyer says you have to leave, but unless he has a court order giving him the home, you have a right to be there. In fact, if you want to stay in the home after divorce, I highly suggest you do not leave unless you fear for your life or the safety of your children, which is a different story. If the house was bought during your marriage, you likely have some property rights in it. Call the police and report any threats he makes against you. And there was many, many posts like that as well, just saying, you know, the judge is going to tear him a new one for this. You need to get an attorney, ASAP, really. Some saying, let the in-laws know about it. Others offering actual monetary support, food, who's all from the same state and willing to go and help out. So now let's move on to that update to find out what happened next. So first, I want to say that I logged out of this account that evening and didn't come back until now. And I was blown away by all of the people offering food, gift certificates, or just goodwill. And I started crying again. I will respond to each of you individually. So to recap, my soon-to-be ex is a cheating ass, and he panicked and tried to erase his family. The update. This all happened on a Sunday, so there wasn't a lot I could do right then. I put the kids to bed and called my mum and cried. Then I called my mother-in-law, who was horrified. My in-laws came over that night with $200 in cash and a check for much more. My father-in-law didn't say much, but he did fix my bathroom door, which is how he shows affection and muttered that he would fix this. I opened a new checking account at a new bank. Thanks for this advice with the check my in-laws gave me. I opened a new credit card in my name. My mother deployed a niece to help with childcare for the next week. I called in a lot of child mining favors and with the cash my in-laws gave me, I was able to pay the babysitter while I worked this out. 
I met with two divorce attorneys. Both of them told me about what you had said, that he was legally screwed. I chose one and we set the process in motion to get an emergency hearing. But by Tuesday, my old checking account had most of the money back and my husband was asking to talk. On the advice of my lawyer, I took half the checking account money and put it in my new bank and kept records of everything. I pulled our credit reports. He has over $40,000 in credit card debt. I also found out that he received a raise last year and funneled this money out of our shared accounts. I would have figured this out when I did our taxes and this led him to panicking and trying to erase us. Keep in mind, this arsehole gave me gonorrhea. I am an accountant by trade and I am afraid of credit card debt the way some girls are afraid of spiders. So I was horrified about this. But my lawyer thinks that it's likely that he have this debt on his own as my name isn't on it. And it seems that most of it was spent on his side piece. We have started mediation, which he agreed to when he realized that he would need to pay for both of our divorce attorneys. My goal, which my lawyer thinks is reasonable, is to ask for alimony until I either remarry, not likely, or my two-year-old is in school full-time, and to have a reasonable amount of child support until she's 18. And then we'll split college costs for all of them. When all the kids are in school, I can concentrate on getting back to work. I also plan to sell the house and buy a smaller house in a less elite section of town. The kids can share rooms and I can live mortgage-free. So, I'm heartbroken and diseased, but there's also an incredible weight that has been lifted from me. Our marriage has been bad for so long and I didn't even realize how unhappy I was and how absent my husband was. It took my five-year-old almost a week to realize that daddy was gone. And we've had some horror stories on this channel and you know, this is literally one of them. And, And sometimes it's rare to see when someone's gone through such a traumatic time like that, that family gather around and support this person. And I thought it was fantastic that, you know, people were coming around for, to be childcare. In-laws were coming around to give them money to help them out for what their son did. And father-in-law, when he turned around and said he would fix this. Imagine being there at that moment when he did go round to see his son to talk to him about what happened. I bet that was a conversation. Holy moly. And wherever OP and their children are now, I hope they're doing much better in life and have moved on as much as they can. But what do you guys make of this situation? How would you have dealt with it, do you think? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from a throwaway account who says, my best guy friend just told me he's in love with me two days before my wedding. And again, comes with an update. I've been with my fiance for three years, engaged for a little over a year. My best friend and I have known each other since freshman year of college. We're all in our early 30s. This morning, I woke up to get a long-ass text from my guy best friend that he had sent around 6 a.m. Basically, it was him pouring his heart out. He said he's been in love with me for years, but always hoped I'd end up breaking up with my fiance and finally noticing him. He asked me to call off the wedding and run away with him. It said, I needed to tell you this before it was too late. I just felt gross and sad. I have no... Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Feelings for him beyond platonic love. I've drafted a response and deleted it over and over. I haven't even told my fiancé. I don't want him to have to worry about me so soon to our wedding. I know I need to, but I don't know what to do or how to phrase it. What's worse is that he's become my fiance's friend too. I'm also pretty pissed that my friend chose such an unfortunate time to cause me such distress. There were so many times over the years he could have just bucked up and told me how he felt, but waiting until right before I'm married. Like I would just cancel my wedding and leave my fiance because of a goddamn text. I want to tell him not to come to the wedding. I can't trust that he wouldn't try to pull something. I don't even know if I want to talk to him again, but the thought of losing my best friend is heartbreaking. Hell, the thought of not having him at my wedding is really painful. He's put me in an uncomfortable, impossible situation. I wish it wasn't on me to deal with his feelings for him. I wish he had either stopped being friends with me when he realized us ending up together would never happen, or he told me a while ago. I don't want to kick him while he's down, but I need to make it clear that I have no feelings. The wedding is still on and I don't want him to attend. We have been friends for over a decade. I've been crying over this all day. I feel almost disgusted knowing that this whole time he had ulterior motives. How do I even go about dealing with this? I'm supposed to get married in under 48 hours. And we have a small edit and then it moves on to the update, which we'll cover in a moment. This is one of those situations that I'm not sure I would consider that person a friend. I mean, we covered a story about a month ago with a very similar situation. It wasn't quite close to a marriage or anything like that. But one guy confessed his love to a partner of a couple and was rejected and then was like, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Can we still be friends? Was all nicey-nicey and then turned around and then was really horrific when they said they don't want to be friends because you hurt us after this. And then showed his true motives and said, oh, and was really nasty to them after. I'm not saying it's this situation, but that's what happened in that one. But what goes through my mind is if you would have said, yes, you wanted to get with that person, he would have went along with it and he would have absolutely destroyed your partner. So he's definitely not his friend for wanting to do that. Like you said, he had an ulterior motive. He's wanted to get with you for years and years, hoping that you'd break up with fiance. So you can't say that he's your fiance's friend. And I would say the same about him being a friend to you. Look at the position he's put you in. Would a friend do that? 48 hours before your wedding, he's put you in this position. But ultimately, I think you absolutely have to tell your um, tell your fiance about this and not have this guy anywhere near your relationship. And I know, like you said, it's probably gonna be tough for you because you've been friends for over a decade, but you need to really look at the bigger picture here, I think. But Tom Tink One says, show your fiance the text and let him feel his own feelings too. Just send, you are my friend and nothing more. I need to process my thoughts, so don't come to the wedding and don't contact me. I will contact you when I am ready. 
then mute him if you can. If he tries to message again, block him. It really sucks, but you need to put this to one side and enjoy your wedding. A2ZTHC says, I would def not invite him to the wedding anymore. Show your husband the text and just be like, oh my God, what the fuck? You haven't done anything wrong. Your friend is the one who did this. Virtual Choir Boy says, tell your fiance immediately. At a minimum, they can help you craft the replies to this idiot. I start the conversation by saying, we may have to tell idiot that he can't come to the wedding. Even worse, we may have to cut him out of our lives entirely. Then show him the text. As for the idiot, perhaps something along these lines. You put me in a difficult position because I absolutely do not share the feelings you have. You've been a close friend, but I've never seen you as anything more than a platonic friend. I've shown your text to fiance and we both agree that it was best for you to not attend the wedding. I will not be canceling the wedding and I will not be running away with you. Please do not contact me in any way until after we return from our honeymoon. Brownie says, honestly, he can't go to your wedding. This is so selfish and you are right. He should have said something a long time ago, not right before your wedding. He will ruin your big day if he goes. In says, you don't seem confused about any of this and so I don't have a lot of advice for you. Just man, that sucks. The best thing might be to shut it out of your mind and deal with your wedding. And quote, I need to make it clear I have no feelings. The wedding is still on and I don't want him to attend. Then goes on to say, say that just that and then don't spend any time elaborating if he persists tell him you don't have time for that shit because you're about to get married he might still show up to the ceremony so brace yourself for it awkward as it is i think you should mention this to your fiance now rather than later partly for full disclosure and partly so he'll be prepared in case your friend shows up to the ceremony or escalates so now let's move on to those updates to find out what happened next. We'll start with a mini edit which says, I'll be showing the text to my fiance after he gets home from his brothers. I won't send anything until he's here with me. Then the update says, my husband, I love being able to say that now and I got back from our honeymoon yesterday. I turned on my phone and opened the Reddit app and it was still signed into this account. So I had an oh yeah moment and figured I'd post an update. So a lot of people here really helped me validate the icky mess of feelings I was having. Thank you for that. Posting here really helped put my thoughts into words. So that night, my fiance got home from his brother's. I let him sit down and then showed him the text. He read it and I watched his eyes get bigger and expression angrier. Of course, I started apologizing like an idiot and he told me I didn't owe him an apology for anything. We talked and he told me he figured the guy had a crush but kept it respectful. And really, he had. We were close, but beyond a side hug during greetings and goodbyes, there was no physicality. I even let him read out past messages just to see there was no emotional affair or me leading him on. I never even vented about my fiance when we'd have arguments because I knew better than to do that. I talked to my mum. Lol. <laughs> so my fiance asked me what I wanted to do. And I said that while it did sadden me, I didn't want him at our wedding. I was afraid that he would try some nonsense. We typed up a very brief message. It said, Friend, I'm sorry that you mistook my friendship for something more. The wedding is going to happen and it'd be best if you didn't attend. To be clear, I let fiance read this message and he stands by my decision to uninvite you. We wanted to make it clear that it was me who wanted him to not come, not just my fiance. Knowing him, he'd probably claim that fiance forced me to uninvite him. He read the message and left it on read for a while. I honestly started getting pretty anxious over it and fiance asked if I wanted to block him. Part of me wanted to and part of me wanted to hear him out. 
And when he finally responded, the text was so long that I had to click on it to read it. It was horrible. He called me a liar for leading him on for over a decade and that he hoped my fiance left me and that we were infertile. It was just horrible thing after horrible thing and I started crying. Fiance took my phone into the other room while I sobbed. I think he called him, but I'm not sure. What I do know is after about an hour, he came back in, handed me my phone back and told me that friend is now blocked on everything, would not be attending, and the best man and maid of honor knew the situation and would handle it for me. It was like our weight was lifted off my shoulders, honestly. After reading that message, I really wasn't so sad that friend wouldn't be attending anymore. And our wedding fucking rocked. We had the time of our lives surrounded by people who loved us and we loved them. It still feels like a dream to be honest and if friend tried to show up, I never heard anything of it. I guess that's the update. It's not nearly as dramatic and crazy as what people hoped for, I feel like, but I'm happy. And it turned out it was just like that last story that we read that, you know, after they was rejected, they totally turned on them and and showed their true face, wishing someone infertile, wishing that they break up. And this was meant to be a 10-year friendship, a decade's worth of friendship. And he claimed stringing him along for this whole time. That is just absolute madness to me that you could sit there for 10 years and think, you know, I have a chance with this person all the way through. They've had a partner, they've had a fiance, they're getting married in two days and, you know, you still think you have this chance. And this wild situation, 48 hours before the wedding, you think you can text her, she's suddenly gonna run into your arms and you're gonna run away together. When I was a bit wee bit younger, I used to know someone who used to make up these sort of like imaginary relationships in their head from work colleagues. You know, they'd talk to them and somehow get their phone numbers and would brag to people around him, you know, I think there's something there, although that person's already in a relationship. And you just kind of look at this person with a blank expression, you think, what is going through your head? What are you seeing that I'm not? (laughs) But anyway, what do you guys make of this? What if a friend came up to you? Let's make up a situation. What if a friend came up to you like 48 hours before your wedding, 10 year friendship, and they said this kind of thing to you? How would you feel about that? I'm sure you'd act pretty pretty similar to what's going on in this post, but imagine a 10 year friendship breaking up like that, the feeling of betrayal from it. I mean, they would make it pretty easy to break up friendships with them after that person's final comment, but still, let me know your thoughts on that in the comments below. Now, a huge thank you for spending your time with me today, getting involved in the stories, your love, support, and time always means the absolute world to me. And I hope you really do know that. You make a huge difference to this channel. I see the same lovely commenters day after day getting involved. And just thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved, for your love, support, and time. And I will see you, you cheeky (laughs) so-and-so, in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs, eat some breakfast, milk and eggs, brush my teeth up, wash my face, throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that's a damn. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 